Why did God judge them so harshly? Because in 1 Peter chapter 4 and verse 17 it says, For it is time for judgment to begin with God's household. And if it begins with us, what will the outcome be for those who do not obey the gospel? A tolerant attitude towards sin in the lives of believers weakens the church. That is why God judge them so harshly. The more God wants to move, the more light we have, the more accountable we are to walk in it. It results in deliverance for the captives. You see, there's a message here for us in what happened to Ananias and Sapphira. And here's the message. Secret sins, that is living a double life, is dangerous business. Dangerous for several reasons. The danger of Christians not living in the light that God has already given them and excusing their secret sins as though they were fooling God. Ananias and Sapphira should have known better. They should have known that that man Peter and John and James and those other apostles there were filled with the Holy Ghost. They've been manifesting miracle signs and wonders to this point. You think you're going to waltz in there and fool them boys? They should have known better, huh? Should have known better. You should know better. You should know better than to think that you can fool God and get away with it indefinitely. I assure you, your sins will find you out. God will see to it. He will bring you to a confrontation. He will bring you to a decision where you are faced with it. And you will either go on in your sin or you will say, God, forgive me. And you will change by his power. I wish I could preach another message this morning. I'd much rather preach one of them hallelujah, shout, run the pews, fall on the floor messages. But this is next in the series. I'm not picking on anybody. It's Acts 1, 2, 3, 4, and this is 5. And it just fell that way, so I'm not picking on anybody. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 30, and, and we, we come across this at least once a month when we do communion, the Bible says, for this cause. What cause? For this cause. Let me go over there and just tell you the cause, okay? Let me read you the cause. Because without the cause, you don't know what he's, what he's talking about. 1 Corinthians, and now this is for preachers too, okay? Preachers got to... Got to when the preacher is delivering communion, I pray the Holy Spirit will sap him, just knock him flat, get all over him, and just reduce him to a heap of weeping, crying mass on the floor. I don't pray much, do I? Here it is. When you eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily, I'm in 1 Corinthians 11:27. When you partake of communion unworthily, now what does unworthily mean? Is any of us worthy of the death of Jesus Christ? No. What does unworthily mean? Unworthily means a wrong attitude, a wrong spirit. It means with known sin in your life that you're not confessing. It means an antagonistic spirit. It means a disagreeable spirit. It means a spirit of superiority. It means any number of things that you want to name and list in there because the Corinthian church had them all. And that's why he's addressing this at their communion. He says, you guys are really fouling up when you're taking communion and you better get it right. He said, because for this cause many are weak and sickly among you and many sleep. Now do you understand when he says that many sleep, do you know what that means? Premature death. Ananias, right in there, Ananias and Sapphira went home early. I am convinced to this church, I am convinced to this, there are believers that should be alive today, but they were and reading the word and going to church and having a bad attitude, a wrong attitude, a wrong spirit, and God was dealing with them and dealing with them, and he got tired of it, and he said, enough, come on home before you totally backslide and I lose you all together. Some people say, is Ananias and Sapphire in heaven? I believe they are. 
Hey, if they were your mom and dad, you'd want to believe they were. Have you ever been to a funeral where the preacher got up there and said, well, this poor old sucker went to hell? No, and you never will. Why? Because it's not our job to assign people to hell. We leave that in the hands of God. We don't know. Maybe they were in a coma for six months. But who knows that in that coma, they didn't pray to God. You don't know. I don't know. They were in a car wreck. They were unsaved. How do you know in the last 10 seconds they didn't have an opportunity to repent? We don't know. It's not our job to assign people to hell. It's our job to believe and witness and preach and pr try to pray them into heaven. Amen? I leave the rest of it in God's hands. Nobody set us up as judge and jury.